0: Lose the Cape podcast, episode 91. Hey boss ladies, I'm Alexa Bigwarf and I'm the founder of Cat Biggie Press and Write Publish Cell. I help women fulfill their book writing dreams through author coaching and publishing support. You can find out more at writepublishcell.co.
1: Hey y'all, I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. Hey, y'all. I'm Aubrey Mathis, owner and founder of Today May Suck, a comfort gift company providing gifts for your peeps going through the suckiest of times. You can find me at www.todaymaysuck.com or join my Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Today May Suck Comfort Corner. Have a happy day.
0: So. Aubrey, I was looking at our website the other day and I'm thinking that with the pivot that we've done over the last year or so since you came on board, we might want to redesign some of the stuff. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I think we need to be more intentional about the live bravely and maybe rebrand towards that live bravely without a cape you know, lose the cape and live bravely. Yeah. And I think I was actually thinking about the, do you remember interviewing lovely little design company, Alex? Like I really like her stuff. She was so cute. Yes. Loved her little background. And I think that's kind of, I think she would fit. I think she would make a a good fit for us to work with.
0: Totally. I'm going to check out her website and get back to you. Now, let's move on with our interview with Allison Cardi. Welcome back to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast, where we interview busy modern moms and pick their brains for all their tips, tools, strategies, and resources to survive the struggle of the daily juggle. We are excited to speak with Allison Cardi today, who is an expert coach. She runs an international career coaching team, specializing in guiding people through career changes. She and her team have guided hundreds of people in every industry imaginable to innovative and functional career solutions. She also personally coaches a handful of select clients on creating greater alignment and success in their life, love, and work. Her unique ability is zeroing in on the perspective shifts and small tweaks that create the biggest positive results. She's also an author, five-star rated bestseller book, Career Grease, How to Get Unstuck and Pivot Your Career. She's been featured on Monster, Forbes, The Muse, Undercover Recruiter, and The Washington Post. Thank you so much for being with us today, Allison. You're
2: welcome. I'm delighted to be here with you.
0: Welcome, welcome. You have quite a resume there. I do. (laughs) How did this all begin? Where did where did your uh,
2: career start? I actually began working in a career that wasn't a terribly good fit for me as an accountant, and (laughs) I would uh, not be a good fit for me. (laughs) Yeah. I went went into work every day, you know, kind of like I think a lot of responsible people do. We go in, we, we show up for work, and I was really dissatisfied for quite a long time in trying to figure out what would be a better fit. And it took me a number of years of, you know, trying things, thinking about things, journaling, looking at grad schools and job boards, all of that, until I finally got a little bit smarter and I actually began taking some action. I began volunteering at a crisis hotline. I I had a hunch that working in more of a helping profession would be a good fit for me, and that was very validating to actually get in that role and see, oh yeah, I do like this, and I am pretty good at it. Uh, So from there, I jumped into a coach training. I really related to the idea of being in an ill-fitting career, so I started a career coaching business uh, learned very quickly that I didn't know how to run a business <laughs> getting clients. Uh, so I actually, as I grew my business in my early years, I worked as a nanny. And I worked, um, I was counting the other day, I had a hand in raising at least eight, maybe as many as 13 kids uh, over a couple year period. Uh, And I know the like six month to 13 age range pretty well. Pregnancy to six months, not so much, and above 13, not so much. (laughs) Uh, But I've certainly been around kids and figured out somewhat how to stay sane around them. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, eventually moved to full time with this business, and I've now been at it uh, about eight years. I run a team of career coaches where we specialize in helping people get clarity and figure out what it is that they really want to be doing uh, to find more happiness and fulfillment and actually feel like they're living their life as opposed to just kind of showing up for work and getting a paycheck. Wow. So what an amazing,
1: of, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was no, just thinking <laughs> accountant to nanny. To, I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel so bad about my resume now. Cause sometimes I think we search so long and we try so many different things that you kind of question your sanity or if you're a flake, I'm like, okay. So I started out, you know, as this, and then I went, you know, Hey, I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> it's like, never mind, I'm going to write blogs. You know? Um, so I'm it's just really nice just to hear
0: yourself, hon. You're yeah. just, <laughs> but it's what what you, needed. Here. you needed a career change coach is what you I needed.
2: Did. <laughs> yes. Clearly. Well, well and I, oh, a lot of times it's those experiences that don't work or that we try on and we're kind of like, this isn't quite it that wind up getting us on a path that feels really good. What I think was fascinating
0: in what you told us is that you like literally career coached yourself through a career change before you even knew that that's what, I mean, because you, it, I thought it was funny. I was like, she said she had an intuition that this might be a good way. So it's like you were just, you were just naturally the right fit to go in down this career path because me I'm more like Aubrey where it's like well maybe I'll um sew and sell cloth diapers this week I don't know I don't know maybe I'll um open up a dry cleaning store I don't know <laughs> it's just random oh my goodness so all right. So tell us about your team now and what it looks like and um, and how you work with people. And are you you are your own boss, right? You're, you're on your own company. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. yeah, so I, I have my own company and have a couple of just amazing coaches who deliver most of our career coaching work. I'm a very process system oriented person, which I didn't really even notice for a while. Uh, But my educational background, I went through math, science, and computer science, like gifted programs, like through all my education. And I think it just like ingrained in me that way of like very logical process oriented thinking. So in the time of running the career coaching business by myself and doing the work, I was always looking for what's the process through this that's like the fastest, most effective most replicable way to figure out what it is you want to be doing and that's just the way my brain works like you know i started out kind of wandering and then eventually I was like oh every time i do this it works really well this is unnecessary this is the key point etc so because i i think that way i was able to bring on coaches who have a great coaching background great you know all the caring empathetic things that you want in a coach and teach them my process of here's how you guide people through figuring out their career in a way that works and gets great results. So um, my team is amazing. I've been absolutely blessed to have them. Our clients are happy with them. They rate them like five out of five across the board. I program and the coaching team is so much fun to have that support around uh, one another to help each other with this work. And it's just been wonderful to bring them on.
0: So you're probably aware that most of our audience is moms. Um, How often do you work with with mothers or do you work differently with mothers or how can what you do translate to maybe people who are shifting either coming out of career to be at home or launching their own business at home or all those things. That was a huge question. (laughs)
2: I will try to break it down. So it, it can definitely relate to moms. We do work with moms. I will note, most people, when they need help making a change, like if they're going from the workforce to being at home with kids, they don't really see a coach for that. There's like a natural drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there needs to be one. There's a big
0: hole. I needed a coach. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, that is very true, but in terms of making that decision and kind of right. pull toward it, people just go there pretty right. naturally. Right. So we're more on the side of a working mom who might have a career that's not a great fit, and she's really feeling like, well, if I'm going to be away from my kids, I might as well you know be doing something that I actually enjoy. Uh, and we also have had moms who want to get back into the workforce and are thinking, okay, my youngest is in kindergarten now. My days are freeing up a little bit more. What am I going to be doing next? Mm -hmm. So does
1: your process kind of like, is it geared more towards like a mindset thing? Like you go through and you ask me these questions. I mean, obviously I know myself, I would never go into anything like CPA accounting. I hate numbers. (laughs) My mind doesn't work that way. But yet um, my husband and I did, insurance adjusting which requires a lot of numbers and like the math part I was horrible at but yet I could talk an insured through the process so I was more like the empathetic person and my husband was the numbers person but I didn't enjoy that (laughs) so would you just kind of go from there and just start picking at what I did like what I didn't like
2: yeah exactly Exactly. So when we start working with a client, we start with what we call a deep dive. So we give them a set of questions. They're open-ended things. I actually shy away from personality tests or aptitude tests just because those put people in boxes. And we really want to know the individual. And you learn a lot more (laughs) about somebody. We actually have a conversation. So um, our first conversation is a bit lengthier. And we do really get to know who's across the table from us in terms of what do they care about, what are their strengths. It's surprising how helpful it is to have somebody else's brain look at your entire work history or even your time out of work. Look at, you know, how do you engage with being a mom or how do you engage with volunteer work to find the commonalities and the themes. They are always there. But often we're so close to them, it's kind of hard to see. So uh, that's how we begin in terms of helping people get clarity on, in an ideal world, what they'd want in a job would have these, we call them career themes, these core elements. That could be the day-to-day task, it could be the environment, it could be the financial reward. Uh, Whatever's important to that person, we help to really pull that out. So that's one part of the process but then you mentioned mindset and i will note many times when people are struggling with a career change or re-entering the workforce it's because they're not feeling so hot you know like if you're thinking about a change or you've been out of the workforce for a while it's very natural that the thing that's wanting you to make a change is also impacting you in a not so great way like you might be bored You might have not done something challenging in a long time. You might have a boss who's uh, a tyrant as a two-year-old or a micromanager (laughs) as an adult, you know, whatever it is. And there's something happening kind of that's affected you as a person that makes it harder to see yourself in an accurate light. Most people who are thinking, not everybody, but many times people who are thinking about a career change are going into it with a lower self-perception and is accurate. And it's not because are actually not wonderful, amazing people is because they've just been through something tough and we're human and that impacts us. So we also, in the process of helping people, we help them to see more of who they really are and we address some of those mindset things that can creep in about I'm not good enough or yada, 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 you guys know all the things, mm-hmm. um, so that they can actually feel more confident and move forward.
0: Now, do you work um, with people all around the country or are you, are you based specifically someplace
2: my team is actually virtual so we work with people all around the country and actually internationally as well oh wow okay that must be challenging uh, it it's all human problems you know mm-hmm. So no matter where somebody is uh, people who are facing this issue all kind of have the same or similar things that they need to do or that they need to get over to, to get going So then do you actually recommend uh, careers
0: for people? Like after going through all of this stuff, do you say, I think you'd be good at blah, blah, blah?
2: Yes and no. So we help people to take those kind of ideal qualities that they're looking for, the core career themes, and translate them into a real life job. So we guide them through the process of, okay, this is what you like. Let's make some hypotheses about what could be a good fit We guide people in actually exploring that before we say, yes, (laughs) you know, go off and do whatever, you know, because sometimes our, well, not sometimes, always, our brains are limited by what we know, so Mm -hmm. we might have a perception of, I think this career is going to be X, Y, and Z, and the reality of the career could be something quite different. I was recently talking to someone who was thinking about going into sales, and she had one idea of what it was, and then when she actually talked to somebody, she was like, Oh that's a little bit different than what I was thinking. So we want to come up with ideas, test them in the real world, figure out if we're onto something that feels like a good fit, or if we need to go back to the drawing board. Eventually what we're looking for is for a career path that the individual kind of latches onto. They're like, yes, this feels like me. This feels like what I want. It hits enough of the things that I care about. Maybe not everything, you know, we live in the real world, Mm -hmm. but this is kind of the path for me. So once they do that, then it's really a matter of moving into job searching. So when you ask if we tell people, we're kind of like an objective mirror. So we reflect back what we're hearing. So if somebody said to us, I'm thinking about opening up a dry cleaner. And then they also told us, I hate mundane routine things. Like if I have to do the same thing every day, shoot me. So we might say, you know, it's interesting yeah. that you say you want to open a dry cleaner because what I know about you is that that's probably not going to be a good fit. So we're not going to say um, we're kind of career moderates. We're never going to like, crush somebody's dream and say, that's stupid. Don't do that. Like we would <laughs> never ever do that. But at the same time, we want to help people to work in reality. So um, I had one client who was hyper competitive. Like she just... She would enter things just to win them. He was interested in going into a very competitive artistic field. Now, for some people, they might have a thought, oh, I want to be a painter or whatever. And it's kind of like, okay, but you know, are you, how much are you really going to work on that? How much are you going to go through? For this particular client, it's like, yes. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you, as this hyper-competitive person, want to go into a competitive field, I think you're going to be good at that. So it's just kind of giving people a reality check. You know, somebody else who says, I want to be a screenwriter, but um, I don't really like working that hard. You know, it's like, well, maybe you need a day job while you pursue this on the side, but we don't want to put all our eggs in that basket because uh, you're setting yourself up to fail. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So um, tell us about your book. Yeah, my book is called Career Grease, How to Get Unstuck and Pivot Your Career. And our real specialty is helping people who want to make a change, but they're not sure what that is. And they're kind of getting stuck at that crossroads place. We help them to get unstuck. So the book has a story in every chapter. It takes people through the process of a career change with my logical brain, A to Z. Here's how you do it. Uh, There are case studies, there are coaching tips and exercises, really to break down for folks what's going on and what they need to do to actually make progress and get unstuck. Awesome. That's,
1: that's great. I think a lot of us that listen are creatives and we need that logical mind to come in and kind of, I know I do mm-hmm. reel me in like, no, Aubrey, you really can't fly to the moon. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Googled it on YouTube. I know how to do it. You know? um, so yeah, yeah, I definitely need a logical person to, um, Balance my my outlandish dreams sometimes. Well, mm.
0: and 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 I think there's a lot of moms like me too who I left a career in um, counterterrorism and homeland security. <laughs> no,
1: there are not a lot of moms who have <laughs> a career in that. <laughs> I don't mean
0: like that. I mean like I left that career right six years ago. <laughs> and things have changed so much i no longer have an active clearance i don't even know who the (laughs) are anymore i mean i could not just decide i want to go back to work tomorrow because unless they decide that um caillou is on our most terrorist watch list i'm not going to be very effective right so it's like i think that that people who come out for five seven eight years have have a lot of that same problem, especially with the way technology. Stop laughing at me, Aubrey. It's actually, <laughs> especially the way technology has changed so much in the last decade,
1: right? All so, you moms out there who knew who was on the dance list, <laughs> Caillou is not one of them.
0: <laughs> Although there are lots of moms who would put yes, him on there. Yes. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying, to Allison? Right. I'm like you have to the the whole the the pivot thing. I would have to completely pivot. I have a lot of skills. I, I'm not going back to work for somebody else, so it doesn't even matter. But <laughs> but I would have to learn how to adjust those skills to an entirely different work environment because I'm just yeah. That's the way it goes.
2: <laughs> what do you say yeah. about that now that we're yeah. Done? <laughs> Well, I think um, there's just a couple of threads to what you're saying. One is for a mom who's left the workforce and feels a bit out of touch. That is a lot of mindset. You know, it's kind of a feeling. There's a thing where if we haven't done something uh, more more recently or done something challenging recently, it naturally makes us feel a little less confident. So. If we actually put you back into a counterterrorism position and gave you like a month to get your bearings, you would probably be fine. Yeah, I'd be right back in there. You'd be right back in there. So the one piece is just watch out for that for any mom who's listening, where be careful if it's your kind of assessment or lack of confidence. but if you if you could answer that question, like if you actually got the job and were in it, you'd be fine, then it's probably in your head more than it is reality. So that's- she that's totally called me out. Um, <laughs> but, but, but then, you know, to add on to that, you might not want to go back to that job. Like, Alexa, you were just saying, I'm not going back. So then that's a whole nother piece of, okay, if you left that job for a reason, maybe you didn't love it, maybe you you're trying to scratch some other itch with your work, then that's a whole other question. Let's figure out what it is that you actually want and then work towards that um, versus just going back because it's familiar. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I think a lot of it, not just mom, but just maybe as women, humans in general, is the confidence thing. Mm-hmm. Like I know I want to do this, but you know, nice. there's so many people out there who are already doing it who seem like they do it so much better. Why should I even attempt it? you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I think
2: it's, I think it's um, really, really common, Um, and uh, confidence is something that, it's sort of like a perishable resource, like, you can probably think back to certain times in your life where you, you know, did something great or who knows, fill in the blank. It could be personal life. It could be work. And you come out of that experience. You're like, okay, I take on the world, (laughs) you know? Um, But if we don't have those experiences, if we're not challenging ourselves, then it's easy to think, okay, I'm not feeling confident right now. So therefore I'm not capable. And that's actually a false link. Like just because you're not feeling confident doesn't mean that you aren't capable. You're probably far more capable than you realize, so, I would just encourage people, one, to try to find things that they can do to help build their confidence. Take on a, a slightly more challenging task, do a volunteer thing, if that's something that would help you. Also, try to remember things from your past. Like, oh, okay, I've done all these things. Oh my goodness, I could probably do this other thing. So you can kind of borrow confidence or you can build it. But then the other thing that I would say is just to. Let, um, never turn down an opportunity or a job that you haven't even been offered yet. You know, actually try, (laughs) you know, try to get the job, try to try the opportunity. Let somebody else say no, but don't say no to yourself because, uh, so many people face that problem and do say no. And they're like, well, I'm not sure I can get this. I'm not sure I'm good enough. So I'm not going to even try. If you take nothing else, please try. Just try yeah great advice
1: super duper advice
0: yeah that's a lot of great information. Thank you so much Allison and before we wrap it up, where can people find you?
2: Sure our website is cardi Coaching.com. that's cardi c a r d y careercoaching. com and we have a free resource there a guide for going through a career change. There's a link to my book, to our career coaching programs, and we're always here and happy to kind of be a guide through this career landscape where so often it's not something that most of us have to think about every day, like how do I actually do this? <laughs> or um, there's no boss looking over your shoulder, so we create a really safe container to create more of the life and the work that you love.
1: Awesome. Excellent. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. It's so nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. Please head on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 91 for all of our show notes and great information about and Cardi. Have a fabulous day.